What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. The CMAs are tonight, 8, 7 central on ABC. What happens is a couple days leading up to the CMAs, they put a bunch of artists out to be interviewed, and then you play the interview as long as you promote that the CMAs are happening. So Lunchbox took over and kind of railroaded them. Because what's going to happen a little later on this morning, Abby, our phone screener, is going to sing the national anthem on the show. Oh, right. Live. Yeah. They invited her to come sing it at a big event, the, the St. Jude Marathon, for 17,000 people. <laughs> You're going to see where it comes ties into the CMAs. Okay. And so she said she wanted to do it, and then we asked her if she wanted to practice on the show, and the Lunchbox said she shouldn't do it. So she's going to perform in a second. But what Lunchbox did during, during these CMA interviews is he played them clips of Abby singing and had her, like, had them comment on her. The okay. artists? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they know what singing is. They know what a good voice is, what, I don't know what you call it, vocal oh range, how it's supposed to sound. And so I had Abby sing for him. Oh, you had her sing live? Live. Oh, I thought you played what? clips of her. No, no, no. Oh, how? It, oh. it has to be live because she's going to be singing oh, live. No. You can't give a recording this because it's going to be could... awkward. Hey, Abby, did Lunchbox tell you you were going to do this prior to you doing this? Yeah, he did. And you're, you're okay He had with a it? different direction, but so this was kind of last minute. He probably pitched it to her differently. Yeah. I pitched it to her differently, but I was just like, you know, but I. How'd he pitch it to you? Oh, well, he was going to say we were going to go on the street to random people. But then she came <laughs> up here and I was like, oh, actually, we're not going to go on the street. We're going to actually do it to real to artists. artists. So okay. she thought we were going to go to strangers on the street. Yeah. But I really was like, nah, we're going to the celebs. That's Are you okay different. that I play these clips, Abby? Yep. I, I don't, I'm scared to listen back. But okay, yeah. here is. Oh, my go. gosh. This is so. Talking Ooh. to Parker McCollum, who Parker has. What does that say about me? Okay, here we go. Here's the clip. Abby, say hello to Parker. Hello, Parker. Hi, Abby. Let's Hi. hear it. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. I think that's money. Mm. <laughs> okay, Parker. Parker, 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 Parker. <laughs> okay. Yeah, be honest. Parker. Be honest. Like, give her some tips on how to sound better. Man, just go out there and do it. I mean, it's, you know, there's, you got to think there's nobody of those 17,000 people that can do what you're about to go do. What'd you think about Abby's voice? Oh, I say it's great. I thought it was really, I thought it was going to be really bad. I thought this was like oh. a joke and I thought it was going to be really bad. I thought that was great. Come on. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Did you not think that was great? Um, Whatever. Okay, if here you guys is, think that's great. Here is Gabby Barrett, who Gabby Barrett has. I hope you don't mind the competition tonight. Hope you, do. you know that song? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, here is uh, G- Gabby Barrett. Lunchbox. How's it going? It's going great. Abby, you ready? All right, you rolling, Abby? Here we go. Ready. And the rock kids regular. The bombs bursting in air. I think that's good. <laughs> what, what, Gabby, all right, Gabby, okay, hearing her. That's, that's great. That was amazing for, for you being put on the spot. Anything she can do to improve? Like, you got any tips for her? Just to relax as much as possible. Because I know when I get nervous, uh, my voice just goes kaputs with everything. So just to try to relax and, like, breathe a lot. But you sound really good, so don't worry about it. Okay. You get two yeses here. Yeah. We're less than an hour from Abby's performance in studio. I don't think these people want to be mean. I, I think these people are like. Well, yeah, you did just, put them I, on the spot. What I are mean, they supposed a bad to do? Come spot. on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, like, real Abby. It's not good. Get out. Abby, have an hour to get warm. You okay with that? Uh huh. I'm going. Oh, yep. Ready. Gonna go practice a little. Are you oh, nervous? Boy. Warm up. Yeah. I'm always nervous in here for some reason. All right. So, an hour, Abby will sing the national anthem and we will determine if she should sing it at the big event. For okay? some reason. Because <laughs> a lot of people are listening. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Dear Bobby Bones, I think my new roommate has been cheating on his girlfriend, and I got dragged in the middle of it. I didn't know anything about his dating life, but I saw a cute blonde leaving our apartment as I came home from work earlier this week. Assuming it was a girlfriend whom I haven't met before. She didn't see me, but I saw her as she left our place and got into the car. Fast forward to this past weekend, my roommate and I went on a double date so I could officially meet his girlfriend. But the girl I met for dinner was not the blonde I saw leaving our apartment. I was stunned. I confronted my roommate about the mysterious blonde, and he told me to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Be cool. Which is what she says in the email. What? I don't want any piece of this mess. It's a great apartment, and we have just signed a lease. 
What would you do in this situation? Tell his actual girlfriend? Signed, anonymous roommate. First of all, before I go into the group here and ask for feedback, I would ask one thing from you. Be cool. Okay? <laughs> Please, everybody, Let's be cool. Let's all just be cool here. <laughs> I, I stay out of it. Oh, yeah. You're not friends with the girlfriend yet. You don't even know the guy. You got a good apartment. Obviously, you're living as simply roommates. And if it makes you uncomfortable, don't double date anymore. Just like be like, hey, can't hang out. Yeah. And it's you fine. And you really don't know what happened. So just be cool. <laughs> like, like you said. <laughs> be cool. It's... You just signed a lease. It gets real messy if you get into business that ain't yours. Mm -hmm. It gets to be your business if you become friends with the girlfriend. Or you and the roommate are closer and you're like, that ain't cool. But you're not right now. No, it sounds like everybody's new in this situation. Mm -hmm. So you just... And maybe the blonde girl was like over at the house selling like Avon. I don't think so because he said be cool. Avon. (laughs) (laughs) Door-to-door Avon. When is that happening? Maybe she's selling the vacuum. I don't know. Be cool. So here's what we say. And sometimes I like to quote famous people from history. And a famous person once said to me, be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to do cool. a song no, cool. just be cool. Does anyone disagree with me? Because I would think we'd all be on the same page on this one. No. Nope. Oh, nope. All good. Nah, you yeah. be cool. You're just not invested enough in anybody's life to really get in and mess people's lives up right now. You could probably say things like, oh, man, you know, like it gets messy. You know, you want to may want to end that pretty soon if whatever. You know, it no. becomes up. I just don't even think you do it with a roommate. It's not really? your yeah, because then you create a relationship with that yeah. roommate that you don't know yet. Because there's part of like the right thing you want to do. Absolutely. But, but it may, you don't know enough about it to know that it's the right thing. Right, it but seems also fishy. It does seem fishy. Mm-hmm. But so many levels, it, you don't know what's going on. Bones, he changed all of it by saying, be, be cool. cool. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I believe he's probably doing something that ain't cool. <laughs> But right now, I stay away from that with a 10-foot right. pole. A couple days ago, we had Dr. Lori on, who has a PhD in appraisals. And so she came on and she appraised the Beanie Babies that I bought for Ray. Bought them for 100 bucks, two bags of them. And she looked through them and she was like, well, that one's worth 150 That one's worth 250 That one's worth five. Crazy. So all of a sudden, I'm swimming in Beanie Baby money yeah. over here. And now people are reaching out to me trying to buy them from me. Wow. Going, hey, I'd like to buy that Beanie Baby. <laughs> so, Ray, I hate that you lost money on this deal. Yeah, me too. I'm uh, hearing about it from my wife, mother-in-law, all of them. What are they saying? That I'm an idiot? Why did I not sell them on my own? Why did I just go for $100? I did no research, really. Mm-hmm. But I did. There was just hundreds of Beanie Babies. I looked at the ones that were really expensive. I didn't have those in those bags. Here's the deal that I'm going to make you. Oh, yeah! wow. So, you can t- well, we can list them one at a time. You can do all the work listing them, and I will give you 20% of whatever is made if you do the work listing them. Yeah! Is that yes? So I can do it on Craigslist, eBay, any of those. I don't care how you make the money. Craigslist sucked. I didn't get any hits there. (laughs) Yeah, I think you want to do eBay because you want people to bid. So you can list. We will make money. I will give you 20% of whatever's made. I may have to use use the wife's account. I I don't think I have an eBay anymore. I think it got shut down. Why? Are you not going to negotiate right here? Yeah, why are you settling Have at you ever 20%? Watched Shark Tank? Say 50%. What about 50%? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm out. You get no money. Hey, Bobby, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm not negotiating. No, this why? is not negotiate. I don't have to do anything. I can list on myself. I was just throwing Ray a bone. Amy, no, Bobby, I'll take 30. Here's your negotiation. Don't get greedy. Oh, Amy, you ruined it. Everybody it's now, it's in the now Bobby, at 15%. You, it's now at 15%. You taught. You, what? what? You teach you don't, us You don't to always negotiate. have leverage. You teach us You negotiate not- when you have leverage. Amy, here's the problem. He's in the tank with only one shark left, and that shark is making a sharky offer, and now that there's no one 15, else. It's 15%. I guarantee oh, they'll be sold in a week if we can get it back to 20%. Guaranteed? Oh. Or else I mean, what? I mean, I'll be buying some on my own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's All terrible, right. right? 20%. Yeah! But here's a lesson. Whenever someone's giving you something, don't look, th- don't look it in the mouth. All right. I had bad advisors. They're putting fingers in my face. Also, don't listen to b- b- bad influences. <laughs> we were, I, I could have swore the benefit for you is that he's going to list them all and sell them for you. Yeah, I can do that myself. Oh. No problem. Okay. Ray, you get 20%. All right. Deal. Okay, we'll start listing them and we'll make a little money, okay? Deal. All right. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Dan and Shay released a new Christmas song called Officially Christmas. It's officially Christmas, and I'm officially on. Baby, I'm officially wishing 
Darius Rucker, Trisha Yearwood, Trace Adkins, Kelsey Ballerini, Katy Perry, and Lionel Richie are just a few of the presenters announced for tonight's CMA Awards. Plus, Miranda Lambert shared she will open the show with a few surprises. The CMA Awards air tonight on ABC at 8, 7 Central Time. Vince Gill donated $100,000 worth of instruments to Waverly Central High School and Junior High in Tennessee. The instruments replaced those lost during the floods earlier this year. He wanted to make sure the kids could still have music in their lives. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, this story is a reminder to go through your closets and look at some clothes, especially coats, that you will not need this winter. You're not going to be wearing them, so can you donate them? Because St. Peter Catholic Church in Omaha, Nebraska, they just held their annual coat drive, and they got 3,000 coats donated, which is amazing because now that's 3,000 coats that will be out there for those that need them. And in addition to that, you can look at hats, scarves, gloves, anything in your closet you're not going to need. It's cold in Omaha, too. Oh, yeah. I think my wife already donated my coats because I went looking the other day because it's cold here and they're all gone. I couldn't find one. Maybe they're in a different closet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, we'd go and try to find yard sales to find a coat. And it was always find your winter coat. So we, there were times where I struggled with having a good coat. Uh, most towns do these at some point in the fall. You can probably find one near you where they are doing a coat drive of some sort. Yeah, and Unless you're like you... in Tampa, then you're all good. Right. <laughs> you know, you know winter uh, jacket. I'm glad you mentioned kids because as parents, we could probably go through our kids' closets as well. Yeah. And if they've outgrown stuff, like just donate it. There's other kids that are going to need it. All right, that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, let's go, Abby. Let's go, Abby. You're about to nail this. Yes. Here she is. This is our phone screener, Abby, who has been asked to sing the national anthem in front of almost 20,000 people at a big marathon here in town for St. Jude. Yes. Wow. And you mentioned it to us, and we were all like, yes, let's go. But Lunchbox wasn't like that. He doesn't think you should do it. No, he was not. I'm not even going to look at him. (laughs) Why don't you think she should do it? Because she's not good enough. Oh. Listen, guys, you need people in your life that are honest with you. You guys are like the parents that tell their kids, oh, yeah, you can do it. And then they go, and they they can't really do it because they're awful at something. You've got to sit your kids down sometimes and be like, look, that's just not for you. Sort of like my parents did that with college. Like, it's not for you. And but you went to college. I know they, they tried to get me not to go to college. Hey, sing through that noise. <laughs> I, I'm going to. It's not a talent con- like contest. This they asked me to sing right, it. Right, right. But like okay. as someone that can r- sing the national anthem. Yeah, then you're gonna run. Yes. And you're yeah, also so it's um, uh, a Saint Jude. What what are hero, you? A like he- a fundraising fundraising goal. So got it. That's why they asked me. So. Are, are you nervous right now? Mm-hmm. Good. Can you tell? <laughs> well, because, <laughs> because the nerves are going to be setting in game day, too. Uh-huh. And so if she nails this, we will give you an honest recommendation if you should do this, okay? Yes. Ray, would you mind pulling the music down? Oh, man. Yep. Here she is. This is our phone screener, Abby. Come on, Abby. Singing the national anthem. Abby, are you ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave come on Why can't she do that? That was good. Amy was laughing during that performance. How do you feel? How do you feel? I mean, a little shaky. And like Gabby even said it. So thank you, Gabby, because she was like, when you get nervous, it kind of like tenses up your vocal cords and kind of restricts you. And it's I hate that feeling. So like if you just relax, I need to just like relax. But other than the shakiness, I feel like it went pretty well. I didn't look at Lunchbox. The part where I was most worried where 
And the rock gets regular. You mm-hmm. nailed. Okay, good. You nailed it. it. There's no reason you should think twice about doing the national anthem. The answer is e- easy, yes. Was it pitchy at all? At the little, very little beginning, bit. at yeah. the very beginning, just because you were trying to find your place. You mm-hmm. know, when you did, oh, see. I know. That, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really low. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I give it an A minus. Okay, okay. But I think it was excellent. Thank you. You should be proud to go do it. Okay. That's awesome. Amy? Yeah, you're doing it. I love it. Thank yeah, it's you. not even a. It's not even a if now. It's it's you're gonna go do it and crush it, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing it for sure. But Abby, um, you have to enjoy yourself. You have to have fun out there. Once you have fun, you're not gonna be shaky. You're not gonna be nervous. Just enjoy the moment, and you won't even think about being nervous. And you're gonna kill it. Okay. You did so good. <laughs> also, Thank people you. aren't gonna be reviewing you while you're out there. They're all ready to run the race, and they're mm-hmm. gonna be right. You know, showing respect to our country. And that's what I'm hoping. Yes. No, that's what will happen, right? Yeah. You've heard the national anthem a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. You don't really go, ooh, a little. A little pitchy on that note. <laughs> and if you do, you forget about it five seconds later. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. It's excellent. Lunchbox, go ahead. Look, Abby, you asked if you were pitchy. There was numerous times in that song <laughs> oh, you were boy. pitchy. Like you, no, right in the middle, it got real shaky and kind of nasally. And I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know how you can tone that down, but I thought in the middle you crushed it. Okay. This is, thank you. This is I, a guy that can't even clap on beat. Like what? Right, but and so you're me. not going to go see me clap at the beginning of the marathon on beat. Like I'm not going to go clap a song. No, but oh, okay. you're supposed to nail something. I you need know. to nail that makes it. Makes no sense. He's not going <laughs> to. Yeah, what? Is that? Abby, you're doing it. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Gonna I do hope it. they well, heard that because they're going to be so pumped that you're doing it once they heard that. Okay, okay. that's what I was and worried about. All the words, like you're good. Oh yeah, no words in here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Two th- Thanks. Three thumbs up. <laughs> yes. Six Woo! thumbs up and one sad face. I feel better which now. Is lunchbox. <laughs> On the phone is Tina in Oklahoma. Hey Tina, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, I was just I was just wondering, like everybody knows if you listen to the show that lunchbox is kind of a tight one. I'm just wondering, like, if he could find it in his heart, if he goes out to eat somewhere and finds a waitress that's really trying hard and trying to keep up, if he could just bless her. Lunchbox, any plans to bless? Yeah, I can I can bless her, no problem. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, thank you for that. Bless you. No problem. <laughs> I can do that every restaurant Since I go it's to. The I will. Hey, listen. I, I will it. take your advice, and I will bless every waiter or waitress I see from now until the end of time. Okay, I think you know what she means. Like yeah. maybe the holiday season. Oh, like if she sneezes, ah, uh, bless you. Throw a little extra tip on there. Mm, man, got- you love holiday season because you expect people to give you stuff. I know. I can't wait for present time. But you don't give people. I stuff. do. I give people in my family presents. I do absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So I do do my Christmas shopping. Uh, hey, Tina, did you hear the story about those guys in Oklahoma? that played Baby Shark to the prisoners over and over? Is that like a big local story? No, it's not. I haven't heard that. Okay, listen to this. This just reminds me because she's from Oklahoma. Three people are suing Oklahoma County jail employees who investigators found forced them to stand handcuffed for hours and listen to Baby Shark on repeat. Dang, that's torture. Attorneys for three former inmates filed the civil rights lawsuit in Oklahoma City Federal Court. They list the people. They are suing because, again, they handcuffed them for hours and played this song, and they say that was meant as torture. Yeah, that's evil, man. Uh, so I've listed my top five torture songs on a loop. Okay. Come on. <laughs> come on. At number five, Macarena. How many hours, brothers? Hours, three, oh. four in a row. Get me out and of there. You can't go anywhere. It's just a room with nothing but Macarena playing. At number four, in this song, I just remember I would leave the skating rink. And I was like 11, and I could never get it out of my head. And it's the chicken dance. Oh, no. Over and over again. Oh. So if I were going to torture you guys, this is the top five songs I would play. Oh. And number three, Aqua, Barbie Girl. Barbie, let's go party. And number two of my torture song list, Psy, Gangnam Style. And number one, any guesses? Ooh. The most annoying, Ooh. most torturous song. Who Let the Dogs Out? That's exactly wow. it. Who Let the Dogs Out? 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 
hey, look, man, the first 30 minutes of all these songs, I awesome. think we can have a good time with it. Maybe six to nine minutes. After not that, really. not good. But I think Baby Shark is still the worst, because that song never leaves. Oh. Once it starts, it just sits in there forever. You think these guys will win any money, these prisoners? Yes. I have no idea. Yes, that shouldn't be happening. Tina, you still there? I'm here. What's happening in your prison system over there? Over here? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know anybody in prison. <laughs> <laughs> She's not in there, Bones. All right, Tina. Hey, thank you for the call. We're going to, uh, you know, really push Lunchbox to do some nice things during the holidays, okay? Do something good, Lunchbox. Absolutely. All right, bye, Tina. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Food and Wine Magazine has suggested something for Thanksgiving that I think is amazing. They want you to test out a gravy fountain. Okay, fancy pants. Who's got a fountain to Well, put some gravy people in? have these. Well, like at Target or Walmart, they sell these cheap little fountain machines that you plug in that you can normally throw in chocolate or maybe cheese into. But imagine a gravy fountain. <laughs> Like, why have we never thought of this I before? I don't like it. I don't like you the don't thought of like it. The Gravy's not supposed to be fancy. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not, not fancy. It is. Anything coming out of fountains fancy. Man, I, I pictured grabbing the turkey leg and just yes. dipping it in that fountain. And that's like, disgusting, Ow. though. Yeah. That's disgusting. Or you can maybe make some little mashed potato balls and then you stick it under the fountain. Can you imagine? It's funny, but I don't want to eat from a fountain either. I bet you can order a fountain on Amazon and it's really not that much. And you're going to like everyone that's coming to your house for Thanksgiving. It's going to be epic and they're going to never forget this. And then you have to clean it. No, that's true. That's, that's, that's the same pain. thing with cheese. Yeah, but I'm not putting a fountain in it. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know you're such a gravy hater. I'm not a gravy hater. I'm a fountain <laughs> hater. Yes. All right. What else? Well, I guess there are benefits to your pet sleeping with you. I, I had my old dog sleep with me every night. The problem is he would never not sleep with me. And then... People started telling me how disgusting it was that he would be rolling on the ground and in dirt and in poop and then he'd be in the bed that night. I liked it, but I did understand how gross it was as well. But yeah. our dogs now do not. They don't even sleep in the same room as us. Yeah. My cat now is sleeping next to my head. I don't even know how that started, mm. but in the middle of the night, she'll take her paw sometimes and walk over my forehead. And then I have that thought of like, <laughs> was she just in the litter box? Like, yeah. And now she's walking all over my head and my pillow. And also like my back would hurt. Because my old dog would like get in between my feet and stuff, and I'd, I would bend three different ways to make sure that he was comfortable. So we don't do that. Stanley also snores. He's a bulldog. He snores through walls. Um, why do well, they the, say well, that the it's benefit a good thing? here is is for your pets because okay. they feel a stronger bond to you, and they get hits of dopamine when they get to sleep next to you, the feel-good hormones. So, I mean, it's just like if you want your pet to be healthy and happy. Okay. Well, I do want them to be healthy and happy. I give them treats and I take care of their health. Yeah, who cares the about them? Yeah. It's about us <laughs> and our sleep. When I got my cat, I had we had to sign this, like, you know, contract, like however you get an animal, if, even if you're fostering, adopting, or getting it from a breeder or whatever, we you have to sign a thing. And it said that we had to give our cat an option to sleep with humans. <laughs> If it wanted, I laughed out loud. I mean, there How are they going to enforce that? I yeah. Are they going to show up and look in the window at three a.m.? Mm-hmm. But it said, you know, I, Amy, give my will give my cat the option to sleep with a human. I understand why you want your animals in the bed with you because it can be comfort to the human, but it's just not good for you. It's dirty, and then also you're going to be not sleeping as well because the thing's going to be in your space. Yeah, my well, my daughter, I I like sleeping with her when I can, but she kicks too much. I did not get good sleep. We moved to your daughter now. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about how Next it was it's bonding for us if we're like on a trip and it's like oh we're yeah. hanging out girl time and we sleep in a bed. But we did that recently, and I got the worst night's sleep ever. And I'm like, shoot, I don't think I think I'm gonna have to kick her out. She can't I, sleep with me. I think Caitlin feels the same about me because <laughs> I will talk if I'm getting good sleep. I'm over there having a full conversation. And she's like, I didn't sleep at all because you talked the whole night. But that means I had a good night's sleep, the rare good night's sleep. All right, what else? Okay, so Carrie Underwood, she was supposed to release a comedy holiday song called Stretchy Pants. People even prepaid for this song. But after it went up, it suddenly disappeared from the streaming platforms as if it was never there. But someone on Reddit posted a clip of it. I got leftovers waiting in the fridge for repeating. Give me a nap and an hour. You know they gonna get eaten. So bring on the turkey, potatoes, casserole dishes. Cause I ain't messing around with them. What's the conspiracy theory? Well, some people are like, what, did she just have a change of heart and decide to get rid of the song? And other people think the whole thing is a prank and that this isn't even Carrie singing. Let me hear. 
I mean, that's Carrie. That's her. It definitely sounds like her. It says she was supposed to include a fun holiday song in fan favorite stretchy pants. <laughs> fan favorite. <laughs> but with the release, the song is missing and the fans are not happy about it. The song has been removed from the deluxe edition of the project. You can't even find it on YouTube. And Carrie's camp hasn't given any explanation. Fans on Twitter have reacted in droves. I mean, I haven't even heard about this. <laughs> I guess a drove isn't as powerful as it once <laughs> once was. But uh, this is a controversy, huh? Mm-hmm. That yeah. Carrie didn't put out stretchy pants. And where is it? Mm-hmm. Scuba, can you do a little investigating on this? Yeah, we can. We can, we can try to figure it out. Just call the record label and be like, hey, what up with stretchy pants? <laughs> Where's my stretchy pants? See, people are coming at us in droves asking about it. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There had been a big storm up in the northeast, and this family in Massachusetts had been without power for three days. So they're using a generator. When the mom starts feeling sick, passes out, and the dad's like, I'm dizzy. I don't feel good. Someone needs to get help. Their nine-year-old daughter grabbed his iPhone, held it up to his face, opened it, and was able to call 911. Wow. Oh, even did the face thing now. Yeah. Maybe that's what you have to teach people now, too, kids. The Mm -hmm. face recognition. Yes, because she didn't know how to do it, and so she just held it up to her dad's face, who was really sick and couldn't get up. Crazy. And was it the heater you think they were sucking? The it was the generator. Yes, the fumes. Carbon were, monoxide. Yes, that's the term. I couldn't think of the word. The term. Gotcha. <laughs> well, it says you. it right here, but carbon monoxide is right. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Monoxide. Car- yeah. Carbon yeah. monoxide. Carbon monoxide. Yeah. Yeah. And so she got her seven-year-old sister out of the house and called for help, and they came and saved mom and dad. This is to tell me something good, but I did see a bonehead type story where two people they they stole a furnace. Yeah, they were in Ontario. They broke into a house and they stole a furnace, but they forgot to disconnect it before they stole it. And so when they pull it off, the gas starts leaking and they passed oh. out. They passed out where they stole it. Oh, my. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's, it's, a, it's a double. It's a tell me something good and a bonehead right there. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So if you live in Portugal, you can now have a healthier work-life balance because they have a new law that says... Your boss can't text you or contact you after work. Wow. wow. That's Crazy. cool. Let me tell you what I would do if uh, I lived in Portugal. What? I would contact my boss on the slide and be like, you hit me anytime, day or night. <laughs> I will break the law and I will do the work you need to get ahead. I'm sure there can be some little things like that where There's you loopholes. can make exceptions. Workers in Portugal could see a healthier work-life balance because a new labor law has been approved by the country's parliament. It's because so many people are working from home. And COVID-19 sent everybody home that now bosses are just like, hey, since you're home, just keep working. Just mm-hmm. keep working. It's fantastic. There's no boundary of, like, office to home. And there'll be a penalty for contacting workers outside of office hours. The problem is, with whatever loopholes you guys are talking about, all it takes is someone to show a screenshot of it and be yeah, like, you're Look. in trouble. Yeah. So... Well, maybe you say, then, hey, man. meet me at this corner <laughs> at this time, and that's where you say, hey, you can contact me anytime. Bye. <laughs> I would reach out to the boss and go like, hey, hit me up. Carrier pigeon, certified mail, whatever you got to do. Are you doing that just because you want to work more or because you want to look good to the boss? No, well, both. I want to move up. Yeah. People always talk about balance. If balance is what you want to achieve, it's hard work to have balance. But it's also hard work to get ahead. If you choose that that's what you want, you also there's sacrifice in anything. If you want balance, you're going to have to sacrifice a bit of your career. If you want career, you have to sacrifice a bit of your balance. Yeah. That's the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't really have a ton of balance and be really successful. At some point, you might be able to get back to some balance. But there's weaved in and out of the years of whatever your career is, there's probably going to be where you saw yourself leaning more into your career. If balance is your goal, you're not going to have massive success. If massive success is your goal, you're not going to have a lot of balance. So it, it involves sacrifice either way for sure. So and maybe just family is your goal. And that's awesome too. But then it goes down the other side of the hill. You know? But even family needs balance. Too much family is kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the morning corny. What was the turkey suspected of? What was the turkey suspected of? Foul play. <laughs> Halfway through, I got <laughs> totally, it. you knew it. <laughs> Halfway through, you saw my face go, okay. Yep. <laughs> that was the morning corny. <laughs> These hikers had to stare down a mountain lion that was stalking them. Which, by the way, would be freaky. And then I start to think, if a mountain lion was stalking me, 
Like, if I knew it was coming at me, could I beat it up? Here we go. Because I always have these theories about me beating up animals. Oh, oh man. Some animals, like a kangaroo, I think I could beat up. I'm smarter than. Mountain lion? It moves pretty quickly. <laughs> you thought about this. But it's if I could get that mountain lion in arm, like, and have a decent shot at it in my arm range. Like, if it's, ju- if it's jumping out and, and attacking me and I don't see it, I think it wins. But if it's, if we start, like in wrestling, when you start locked. Yeah. I think I at least have a chance to choke and rip its throat out. Oh, uh, wow. That's intense. I don't. I, I don't think I'm the favorite in this match. You're not. But, but, no. Yeah. <laughs> and you Most won't win. definitely, you're not the favorite. But I think favorite. I have a chance. If I can grab a stick or something, I think I... <laughs> Man, you can declaw the mountain lion. You'll still lose. Mm. A I know, stick? I'm like, my little four-pound kitten destroys me. I just think I could hold it down and stab it with a stick. Okay, good luck. <laughs> so this happened last Friday on a trail in California. About an hour south of L.A., a couple of hikers noticed a mountain lion had been stalking them, and it just stayed close to them. Yeah, that's scary. Mm. And so they videoed it, too, and you see it through, like, some brush. The mountain lion's just staring at them, and they, they continue moving, and the mountain lion's just staring at them. So one hiker started yelling, get back, over and over, and told his friend to slowly back away, which is what they say you should do when confronted by a mountain lion. Which one, get back or back away? Slowly back away. Back away. Well, no, he's saying say get back. Do you yell get back to the mountain lion or just slowly move back? Oh, I thought he was yelling to his friends, get back. No, he he was yelling it, but what they say is slowly back away. Gotcha. Like just just easily back out of the situation, which doing anything easy when you're about to get attacked (laughs) is not easy. Right. The couple said the cat followed them and then finally wandered away. Here's a clip. Get back, mountain lion. Get back. Hey, good. Chill. Just chill. No. Hey, get back. Back away slowly. Here, don't wait. Hold on. Hold on. Don't go fast. Don't turn your back either. It's staring at us. Go away, mountain lion. We're still here. What's he calling it? Mountain lion. Mountain lion. It's such a lunchbox. What are you going to do? Nickname it? <laughs> get back, little kitty kitty. <laughs> so, upon further research... You just should slowly back away. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason to talk to the mountain lion because the mountain lion doesn't know what you're saying. I know me. I would just be like, screw this. I'm running and think I could probably like dart through trees. Same thing with a bear. If a bear was chasing me, I feel like that would be the move. But I would lose that fight. What are you supposed to do with a bear? Uh, Be broad. (laughs) You are. Chest up to the bear? Stand up to a bear. You, you can't run from a bear. Don't you play dead, too? They run, help. like, 35 miles an hour, yeah, yeah. bears do. They run faster than any human can. Yeah. And so, not only that, they're bigger, too. They can also run up a tree. Yes. Which are which is wild. So, uh, basically, you're supposed to stand and look at a bear in the eyes and okay. say, I'm not scared of you, bear. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then have a long talk with it. <laughs> Ask it to sit down. If the bear is stationary, move slowly and sideways. This allows you to keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Oh, you know if you trip, that bear's like, oh, you're done. Oh, that'd be terrible if you oh. trip. If you're with a friend, you push them down, then you run. Because then the bear stops what? for them. No. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Remind me never to go to the wilderness oh, we're kidding. with you We're kidding. Not, he's not. Moving sideways is also non-threatening to bears. Do not run. But if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Okay. That oh. would be, it would just be tough doing what this guy did to go slowly back away. Just as it would be for a bear to stand up face-to-face to to a bear. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's when they do like a boxing weigh-in and the two guys are nose-to-nose. I'd like to think that's what i do to a bear. I'd be like, come on. Okay. I feel like I could just pet it and be like, pretty bear. No, it does not want to be touched. Rip it off there. (laughs) This story happened here in town where there's a pastor, Ezekiel Dikumana, who he's up. And somebody comes up in front of the congregation during prayer and points a gun at the congregation. And so the pastor tackled the guy, right? as church was happening. Here's a clip from the Today Show. Nashville police are praising a local pastor this morning for stopping a man who pulled out a gun during a Sunday service. Surveillance video shows the 26-year-old suspect with a gun in his hand walking up to the altar. He apparently told everyone to get up and pointed the weapon at the congregation, and that's when the pastor tackled the suspect before he was able to fire that gun. Church members held the suspect on the ground until police arrived, he faces 15, 15 counts of, of felony aggravated assault. Oh, my gosh. Probably going to give a little more in the offering next week. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this guy is a real hero. He had to make a decision quickly. Like, do we just do what's best? What's they, they tell you best? Someone has a gun. Just cooperate. Or do you have that brief moment where you can take them down? But yeah. then again, you really don't know how you're going to react in these moments. That's crazy. Wow. Man. Shout out to this guy, Ezekiel Dikumana. And also, you probably feel a little safer in that church now because mm-hmm. you know that pastor is going to sell out for you. I uh, saw that story. I have Scott on the phone in Oregon. 
Uh, Scott has a bone to pick with me. Scott, go ahead, buddy. What's up? I got a bone to pick with you. I know that you were mentioning about uh, girl names and boy names and most popular names, and I'm far from a hipster, and my daughter's name is Olivia. Uh, we call her Livy, actually, and that was 13 years ago. So I feel like I'm kind of winning the name game now. <laughs> well, um, but, I don't. Uh, hipster's not also, even a. Hold on, hipster's not such a bad thing. I don't think hipster is an insult. I think hipster is just like you're way cooler than we are. Well, he just doesn't want to be put in that category. Because then you're saying that you know I'm way cooler than you, and we both know that's not true. So. I listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's not true. Is, tell me, Scott, how, how hard is it to name a kid? That's what I was just gonna say. You have no idea the painstaking process that it is to name a child and I can't wait for your day to come. So, uh, it is difficult, my man. And it is, I mean, how do you name something you can't even see? So it, it is, it, it's not easy. And you know, I, uh, it was days and days of going back and forth with her mom and, uh, just really, really, truly trying to figure it out was, was way tougher than I'd ever imagined. It was quite a project. Was there a chance that after, Olivia was born, you changed her name if she didn't look like the name you had picked? No. You're just so much, there's just so much joy. You don't even, you're happy for health. And I've got three daughters now. Um, and each one we've named, uh, you know, Anna and Sloan. And they, they all turn out to be the personality of the name for whatever reason. You're chopping out a little bit. Tell me their names again. It sounds like you have three hipster names. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hannah and Sloan. Yeah. You're going to Is that what again. it was? <laughs> Hannah and Sloan? Yeah. Yeah, Scott, don't tell me you're not, uh, hip, you're uh, not a hipster. Olivia, Hannah, and Sloan. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty cutting edge. He's yeah, pretty cutting edge. Uh, Scott, appreciate that call, man. Thank you for sharing your story, and we, we appreciate you listening every single morning. I appreciate y'all. You have gotten, uh, you're just a great show, and you've gotten me through a lot, and I appreciate every one of you. Thanks, man. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. For this Tell Me Something Good, I want to bring on a caller. This is Jaya, who lives in Kansas. Hey, Jaya, what's going on? Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. What's happening? Hey, I was just calling in because I called in about a year ago, and I mentioned how uh, I didn't have any kids, and then it was just me and my dog, Puppy, and my husband was deployed overseas. Uh, I was calling in because it's been a year now, so now I'm seven days away from seeing him, and I'm super excited. Come on. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. You're a week out, huh? I bet you are just, you just cannot wait. You're bouncing off the walls excited. Exactly. It's kind of hard to follow him because we're both in the military, so we have to go, you know, our own way sometimes. So super exciting. And, you know, the moral of the story was it does get easier. And then I just, you know, whoever is going through it, you know, I wish them luck because it is hard. So when you called us a year ago, what was the story you told us? Yeah, so I mentioned how I think I was about two months in. And then I said, hey, you know, my husband's overseas. It does get easier because, you know, it was really rough for me the first month or two. And I said, you know, like, I have my dog that supports me. And then in that in that clip, my dog was, like, barking. You guys are all making fun of her, saying that I was forcing her to bark or whatnot. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, I was just saying that it does get easier. That was pretty much what I was saying. Well, that's awesome. But now this time. How did yeah, you guys stay in saying. contact for the most part? Did you call, FaceTime, text? Uh... I think for the most part, FaceTime for about 15 minutes or so. We don't get to talk too much during the day. So talk about 15 minutes every day and then, you know, that's it. Which, you know, in just a a span of five, seven years or so, I mean, I would imagine when your husband was gone, especially when you guys were dating at first, FaceTime wasn't even a thing. No, we never FaceTimed. Nope, that wasn't. But when he was in the Air Force, we didn't have that. But also... I mean, thankfully, my husband never left for a year at a time, which would have been crazy. But he would do 90 days, no communication. So he would be somewhere where I couldn't even talk to him for 90 days. I didn't know where he was. We couldn't talk on the phone. And I would just know when to go to the airport to pick him up. Well, we love, Jaya, that you you called us back and that you're a week away from seeing him. And, you know, let us know how it goes, okay? All right. Thanks, Bobby. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Have somebody record it. Surprise him. Put on a clown outfit. (laughs) Do one of those things. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be more excited about the dog than me more than like, Oh, no, come on. That's not true. Come no, on. No. All right, Jaya, thank you for the call. We're really happy to hear that. All right, thanks, Bobby. All right, there's Bye. a good Tell Me Something Good. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's talk to Brian in Texas, who's called us here at the show. Brian, what's going on? Hey, not much, Bobby. How are you? This is uh, Mass Sergeant Brian Burgess, uh, stationed here in San Antonio, Texas. 
I appreciate you calling. What can I do for you? Hey, I just want to give a shout-out to the Marines. It's a Marine Corps birthday today, 246 years. That is correct. The day was established 100 years ago, the actual birthday was, on November 10th, 1921, by the government to show appreciation for the Marines. The Marines themselves have been around since November 10th, 1775. Wow. Wow. Come on. Yeah, I, Brian, I'm glad you called. I had that set to talk about, but you've, you have prompted an earlier speech of me saying that, ha- first, happy birthday to the Marines. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, mm-hmm. and you're, you're listening to a show right now that could not be more indebted, more appreciative, more understanding of why we get to do what we do, and it is because of folks like you, Brian, a Marine, and folks like, and tomorrow I'll, I'll talk about veterans in general, but we just wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So first, happy birthday to the Marines. I'll leave that there because I don't want to take anything from them. But tomorrow, I'm coming in, baby, for Veterans Day. Let's go. I'm yeah. going to be here anyway, but like, I'm coming in. <laughs> All branches. Yeah. Hey, Brian, thank you for sharing that. We appreciate your service so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I can do that back. You can. No, you yeah, can. yeah, I did. I, I want yeah. to because yeah. it sounds cool. <laughs> like, I don't have a thing where I just, where <laughs> I'm like, oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah. like, I'd like something. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing I have is when someone goes, morning studio, we go, morning. morning. Yeah. I mean, I made that up, but yeah. I wish I had like a pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Or a tinker tinker. You know, I don't know. Mm. Appreciate that. Have a good day. Boom. Nailed it. Glad he said that. All right, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. We talked about earlier, maybe this week or late last week, that Chris Evans was named Sexiest Man Alive, but that is false because Page Six messed it up. The actual Sexiest Man Alive is Paul Rudd. He was named Sexiest Man Alive for 2021. They messed up. Yeah, that's crazy. The scoop was wrong. People didn't mess up. I like Paul Rudd as Sexiest Man Alive. Yeah. More of the everyman. More of a guy that I can relate to. He's funny. He's good looking, though, and he hasn't aged at all. <laughs> well, not true, but <laughs> he, he is good looking, but he's not, you know, so good looking that he makes other guys feel uncomfortable. Like Like, Thor. Oh, like I'll never be that. All right. Mm-hmm. My wife told me that I'm nothing like the guy that plays Thor. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, you're nothing like him. She was like, some people like that that vibe. Did you think you were a little bit like him? I work out pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, you want to film arms? No. And I feel like, <laughs> I like I work out really hard. And she yeah. goes, you're nothing like him. She's like, you're more of a Pete Davidson. And I think Pete Davidson is really funny. But I, Maybe you're in between. I don't spend an hour, an hour and a half every day to be nothing like Thor. I know that I'm not like naturally a good looking guy. Like physically... I'm not the aesthetic most girls crave, but you can at least fib a little. You should you should um, dress up like Thor for her one day and come she home. She would just laugh. I, uh, oh boy, with like a hammer oh and everything. She doesn't think Thor's hot though, so it would do nothing. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Well, she says she Be doesn't yourself. think Thor's hot, but I think every woman <laughs> thinks that the Hemsworth guys are hot. Right. She's yeah. comforting you. The Castaway Volleyball is now up for auction. Wilson? Tom Hanks' famous volleyball from Castaway is for sale. It is described as heavily distressed with paint applied to create a worn, dirtied appearance. It went up for auction today. Currently, the bidding for Wilson is at $52,000. Whoa. Will Ferrell's elf costume sold for nearly $300,000 at an auction. I guess you put that in a shelf. Mm-hmm. Those would be cute, cool things to have, I guess, if you have people over. Or you put it on a dummy. I gave my Dancing with the Stars outfit to the Country Music Hall of Fame for a year, mm-hmm. and they displayed it, and they put it on like a little dummy. Like a mannequin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is that now? Where does that go after? It's in my house. I kiss it by every day. <laughs> there are two things I do every day when I leave. I kiss my Dancing with the Stars dummy that's wearing my costume. I'm like, have huh. a good day. And then I walk out, and Amy, when Notre Dame plays football, when they walk out of their locker room, they slap the wall, mm-hmm. and that sign says, play like a champion today. Have you ever seen that? It's got gold. Was it in the movie Rudy? Yeah. 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 They slap that sign. I have one it. at my house, too. Mm-hmm. It says, don't get canceled today. And I slap it and walk out and come yep. to work. Had a boy. Because that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal. I was reading a story that most Americans feel like they can't even talk because they're at risk getting canceled all the time. Uh-huh. That's every day on this show. Yeah. I feel like the show's 30% worse because I'm like, anything I say, I'm at risk getting canceled all the time by everybody. It's good to see, though, some people that have been, quote, canceled, they've come back. So there's hope. Like, if you were to get canceled that, for a that's minute, not hope you to bounce me. back. No, I don't. I, that's not hope. <laughs> like, think about it. Chrissy Teigen was canceled hardcore for a hot minute. She's bounced back. She's back. She's yeah, back. Yeah, but she also has the luxury of having, first of all, she's funny, but she also has 
a really rich and famous husband. Oh, yeah. That if you that get canceled, love. she doesn't lose her job. I mean, she's okay just living. Well, yes. She's, if you get canceled and this is like me, this is my job. It's my only job I have. Yeah. Only thing I'm talented at. We have us. Yeah. Well, we're not a job. Guys, yeah, that's it though. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I, I, mean, I walk true. out of the house and go, don't get canceled today. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Iowa mayor will be chosen at random. Huh. The next mayor of Osceola in southern Iowa will be chosen at completely random. After election day, incumbent Thomas Kedley led challenger Matthew Stoll by one vote. But after a recount, the two were tied. To break the tie, a member of the Clark County Board of Supervisors will draw one of the candidates' names out of a hat. Oh my gosh, that oh. sounds like our show. Like, that's how we decide things. Spin the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the dice. Uh, finally, Disney Plus Day is going to be a big deal on Friday. This is not a commercial. It's just a, it's now cheaper to watch Breaking Bobby Bones. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. The streamer shared that former and new subscribers will be able to test drive Disney Plus for $1.99 a month if they sign up to Disney Plus during Disney Plus Day. If you have kids, Disney Plus is awesome. Oh, for sure. You 90% need of the stuff on Disney Plus, I don't even know what it is. And Blue, for- it's bluey. Mm-hmm. And there's the, a, a lot of good Marvel stuff, which I do like. And then Breaking Bobby Bones. But Disney Plus Day is Friday. Yeah, so if you get it for one ninety nine a month on Disney Plus Day or whatever, you get access to all these movies that normally you would have to pay for, which is why it's huge in our family. Mm. And I think I pay $7 a month. So take advantage of no, that. No, just cancel and then do it on <laughs> <Yeah>. Friday. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. When you were talking about Chrissy Teigen in the last segment, it reminded me of this list of celebrities people admit to not liking anymore. And number one is Chrissy Teigen. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, I thought she had bounced back. <laughs> she's on Twitter again on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know that she's getting any big deals or anything. Well, I mean, she put out a book. But not uh, since she's been canceled. Book. Yeah, I think it, like, just came out. Like, this last week or something. Wow. I thought everybody cut ties with her for a while. No, she has, like, uh, her, well, her own line. I think in some of the bigger brands that cut ties with her, she had said they were planning on cutting ties anyways. Yeah. That's what I'll say, too. Hey, that's what I want to say, too. Don't worry. Okay. Well, uh, I still follow her. I mean, I don't know. Jared Leto. Okay, I haven't thought about him in quite some time. He's always in those lists of celebrities that are jerks and that are awful. Mm. Oh. And I don't know that from personal experience, but I do read a lot of those articles. Yeah. Or a lot of those Reddit threads where, like, Jared Leto, not a good dude. Wow. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. What? Yeah. I mean, she's kind of got way out there with some of her weird things. And she feels like, to me, she thinks she's better than everybody else. It just seems very disconnected with reality of like, I ate bread today. And it's like, she, it's like a big deal <laughs> that she ate bread this year or something. It just doesn't seem like she's real. Roseanne Barr. Well, yeah. Why did we stop liking her? I can't remember. She tweeted racist stuff. Yes. That is why I can see that. I haven't thought about Roseanne. Me neither. Though. I forgot about that. That so show's I get, still on. I, yeah, but it's without her. I guess though that I haven't I haven't thought about her enough to like her or not like her. I saw her got, get canceled, but I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, I guess I just won't listen to Roseanne anymore because I wasn't yeah. listening to her anyway. I didn't know she was ever liked. Oh yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, and Roseanne then, was awesome back in the day. And her show, show had just come back, and then they and it was kicked huge. her off. Yeah, uh, Leah Michelle. Apparently, she was basically a mean girl on that set. Oh, yeah. We, and that, that came out. She seems like she could be a mean girl. Yeah. Although, I, I met her I once at American Idol quickly. I had no opinion. She wasn't mean to me. She didn't spit on me or anything. I mean, that would have been a story, right? Yeah. But she was. I just said hello. She said hello. So, I don't have a bad story to report. Same thing with Avril Lavigne. When I met her, I was like, I'm going to get a good story here. First of all, I'm going to see if it's really her. Because they say the real Avril's dead. Oh, yeah, and a new, yeah. new person's replaced her. But she was... Semi pleasant, and I was like, I have no story. I would like for them to be really nice or really mean, so I have something like I can to pull share from it. Yeah, them, that I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm at, but I'm at yeah. Avril, and it was just like, oh, hi, hi, and I was yeah. like, dang, there's nothing here, no story. Uh, Brandon Yuri, who's that? I- Lead singer of uh, Panic the Disco. Why do we not like him, Mike? I like him just fine. Is there anything I shouldn't like about him? Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Oh, hmm. I mean, I guess he was liked maybe back in uh, his show day. Like, what was the show? Frazier. 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 And Cheers. But then he cheated on his housewife or did whatever. Oh, he did? He was married See, I don't to Camille. Know. I, I don't know what happened with this. They situation. just got a divorce and then because he was on the show. Was, this was years ago, though, so haven't thought about him in quite some Most time. Most of these people aren't people that I've just recently disliked. Mm-hmm. It's, I, people I weren't even thinking about. No, I feel like the only relevant person on there is Chrissy Teigen. 
And Gwyneth Jared Paltrow. Jared Leto. And, oh, sorry, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. That's yeah, Eddie's yeah, yeah. favorite, no, though. I he love loves her. her. A woman went out with a man on a first date, and then she politely declined his offer for a second date, and then he wanted to be paid back for that date. See, this is what Venmo is allowing to request money. Yeah. Because back in the day, you go on a date, you pay for the first date, you have no way to even ask for money unless you call them up on the phone and say, hey, maybe get a refund. And you don't do that. But now, because of these apps, the Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, it's so easy to just send a request, to request money. But the story is, she goes out, he sends a message going, hey, can I get a, a refund for the cover for parking and dinner that first night? All because she didn't say yes to the second date? Mm. No. That no, he can't well, do that. Of course, it's no. Well, I don't no. think we're debating if this is a, a yes <laughs> oh. or no thing. It's just where culture has shifted now. Mm-hmm. But also, if you are going to ask for a, a a refund for the first date, then you should probably split the first. If you're that kind of person, yeah. you should probably split the first date. Then that way, you know, whichever way it goes, yes, you're fine. If it goes to a second date, then you can decide. But first date, if this is going to be your mo, you need to go. Hey, let's just go. Uh, halvesies. I don't even want to say Dutch because I don't know what that means anymore. Hmm. Dutch means you pay for yourself. No, I know what it means, but I don't know oh. why that's why a term. we say it. Yeah, because I'm, I was watching the morning show, which is a show on Apple Plus, and it's not never something that I said, but there's a storyline where the guy gets in trouble on the news for saying that someone is a spirit animal, yeah. and I didn't know that was offensive. So when, before I said, "Hey, we'll go Dutch," I'm like, hmm. <laughs> don't I, don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know why it means that. Well, it's from like 17th century in England, so I don't even know. But what does it say? Does anyone have why that's that is used? Do the, are the Dutch notorious for splitting things fairly and equal? Because that's a culture I can get into. That's funny. Like they're all about equality and like that's great. I don't know. I have the origin is back dates back to 17th century when England and the Netherlands fought constantly over trade routes and political boundaries. It just seems like it's complicated. I bet you somewhere there's an easier explanation than that. Uh, over time. Going Dutch came to represent the practice of paying your own portion, like Dutch lunch or Dutch treat. Going Dutch would become more popular at the start of the 20th century. But again, like no you said, why. it oh. mostly just de- defines it. It's yeah. a British slur towards the Dutch. That's the British started it making fun of them. Which is why I don't say it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to offend them. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but does it say Why? Well, I guess because of the war, they were mad at the Dutch, and so they started making fun of them. And because they wouldn't pay, three hundred year insult to Dutch people. Yeah, look what we learn here. Uh, That's interesting. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, me either. But look what we learned. <laughs> so should we stop saying Dutch? I going Dutch. Yeah. I Are choose, we gonna get canceled? I choose not. Oh, I never said it. <laughs> I never said it. Mm. Uh, okay, there we go. They did say yesterday Squid Game Season 2 is confirmed. Ooh, yes. Love Squid Game. I call it Squid Games, but to be fair, I call Walmart Walmarts and Nordstrom <laughs> Nordstroms. So, but Squid Game Season 2 has been confirmed, which it had to be. It was massive. It was awesome. It ended and I wanted more. I binged and I, you know, I struggle with finding the time to binge these days. I could not get to the next episode fast enough. Oh, my god! And I did not want to watch it to begin with because I thought, I don't want to read subtitles. I don't want to see dubs, you know, English dubs over. And it, it was that good to me. Now, I watched it way early before the hype. So I did not have a hype expectation. But holy moly, was it good. I know. Now I guess I maybe need to go back. But I stopped at episode one and a half. Oh, it it took that. me the end of episode two to be like, I got to watch another one. And then like four it's all I thought about. It was like, how do I find time in my day? That sounds healthy. Mm-hmm. But that's how good it was. Like, how do I find time in my day to go back and finish this series? Okay. So it's going to be like 18 months, they say, because it hasn't even been written yet. Mm. And there's also the guy who did the movie. He didn't make a ton of money from it. He got his normal pay, but there was no bonus on performance at Netflix. So they're going to do two, but he wrote it and directed it all himself, the first one. And he's like, I need help. Like, I need directors and I need other writers. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty pumped about that. I mean, there's pressure there for sure, though. The binging thing is now, it's it's different because a lot of shows that I watch now come out weekly again. I know. So it's throwing me. Like, I have to wait for Yellowstone every week now. And that's annoying. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even started Yellowstone. And I'm starting to think that, I don't know, should I wait and let them build up, and then I can have a good Yellowstone binge session? Yes. The answer is yes. If you can wait, do wait. Okay. I think every show should launch with four episodes. That way there's a decent binge in there, and then you can we could binge two and two. 
Like, I think every show now that comes out should peel us off four and then go week to week. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then that's what I'm going to do. Because I, I have other things that I'm invested in right now. I'm obsessed with Yellowstone. Go, Don't get me wrong. But I think that I can wait and my reward will be a binge. Did you ever watch Only Murder in the Building? Yeah. Just that's so cute. All done? I love that. Yeah. Cute's a good word. It's mm-hmm. like a mix between, you know, like a murder mystery or like a, like a, a, a thriller. Crime. Like a yeah. thriller and Ted Lasso. Yes. Because there's a little bit of both in there. Because Martin Short and Steve Martin are so funny. And Selena Gomez, who I'm kind of like, eh, she's really good in it. So good. She's so good that I'm like, I kind of like Selena Gomez, even though that, you know, the Bieber stuff didn't work out. <laughs> I feel like her fans are mean to Haley Bieber. Yeah. But that was a really good show, too. Uh, over to D.D. in Virginia, who's on the phone. Hey, D.D., welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, Bobby. Hello. Morning, what? studio. Morning. Morning. So I have a pet peeve. And it's people that back into parking spaces. It drives me crazy. But what if it's on the, is- on the side of the road? Because I have to do this sometimes. You have to pull up and there's a, a road spot. And then you have to back parallel into it. Oh, that you can't hate on. That's the only way to get in. I think she means like a normal picture, a normal parking lot. And yeah. people, instead of pulling right in, take the time to back in. Well, I don't mind that. Because if I commit a crime, I need to jump in and drive out fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm committing a lot of crimes. You know, a lot of petty theft. Uh, okay, tell me tell me why you're annoyed, Dee Dee. Well, I mean, you know, I was out Christmas shopping, and the outlet mall is crowded, and people, like, try to back in, and they pull up a little bit, and they try. I mean, if you haven't really perfected that, then I don't think you should be doing it while you've got a string of people behind you. I don't mind that. I don't mind what she's saying there. Mm-hmm. In a On a crowded weekend of shopping, and you're not an excellent parker, stop trying to do exceptional parking. <laughs> yeah, some people could probably whip right in there, no problem. I struggle with parking frontward in a parking lot. <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm the worst parker on the show. Yeah. Which is why when the company said, hey, pick out your own parking space and we'll save it in my, my last contract, I picked the one when you drove in. You never have to turn. You drive right into it front <laughs> yeah. ways. Yeah, you can't get it wrong. Because I'm a bad parker. Mm-hmm. I'm okay at parallel parking because the, my car has little lines now. It's like a, like a rear view camera. And it does the little lines on it. It helps you. Yeah, it keeps me in the lines. It's like coloring. <laughs> keeps stay you in the lines. As long as I stay in the lines, I'm good. <laughs> hey, Dee, you know what? I agree with you. On a Saturday or when it's busy, maybe you shouldn't do next level up parking. Mm-hmm. Just pull into the spot. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Three. Thank you. Good call. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a PSA. I, I agree. We've really benefited. Mm-hmm. Uh, America has benefited from this call. Yeah. Yes. Man, there's nothing better, change. though, when you get in your car and you just drive straight out of your parking oh, it lot. It feels so good. It does feel so it's good. Awesome. It does feel so good. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> DD, they're switching me again. No, no, but you have to be good at parking I that know. way. If you are, then you can benefit from that. Or if you get lucky and there's two empty spots in a row and you get to pull right into that position. Oh, yeah. Always be careful, though, that little concrete thing that sometimes you can't see and you're pulling forward. <laughs> you don't see that? Because I've done that. Nah, I don't see very well. DD, thank you. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go over to Brenda in Virginia. We have two Virginias in a row. Brenda in Virginia, what's going on? Hey, Bobby. It's Brenda in Virginia, the crew of this morning. I have a question. Let's say my son yesterday was driving with a friend, and my son was a passenger. The friend was the driver. They were going 65 and a 35-mile-an-hour speed zone. Okay. Four police officers pulled them over. My son was a passenger. Now, would he, and I asked him this this morning, why didn't he ask his friend to slow down? What would you do in that situation? Who Wouldn't am- you think to ask them to go the speed limit? Who am I? Am I you or am I your kid? And, and what would I do? Am I your kid? If you were the kid. Yeah. If you were the kid in the passenger seat. Got it. And the driver is going 30 miles over the speed limit on a back windy road which anything could have happened to anybody in that vehicle. I'm scared of Brenda right now. I, I just want to give too. the answer that yeah. makes her happy because no, she don't. is fired up. No, you have to give the answer okay. from a 16-year-old perspective. If I'm 16, I'm an idiot. Yes. So let's just all understand we're 16, we're dumb as crap. However, as a 16-year-old, I was scared as crap. So I would have said, hey, hey, if Eddie's driving, I said, Eddie, slow down, man. You're going to get us both in trouble. I would have done that. I would have been responsible enough because you're, you're not the norm. But I, she's asking what I would have done. If I'm you, I 
thank God they didn't get in a wreck, mm-hmm. hit something or somebody. Mm-hmm. And so because that happened, this can now be a learning experience for your son. You slap him in the head and you go, you are responsible for what your buddy's doing in the front seat too. Like you have got to tell him to chill out. And if he goes, mom, it wouldn't slow down. It didn't matter what I tell him. Then say, pull the car over and let me out. Oh. Oh, yeah. But also not literally slap him in the head. Just to clarify. Uh, sometimes 16-year-olds <laughs> need a little slap in the head. Yeah, but I mean, I think that that's, yes, the case. Kids are going to be kids. I mean, when my husband was a teenager, he was driving his mom's car, which was a sports car, and him and his friend, they were going so fast, they ended up in a police chase. My husband ran from the law. And he, and had he a, ended up being a good dude. He, you know what? He did. Uh-huh. But he Air had, Force Academy, like, Air Force, yeah. Yes, but he was, like, his friend was riding passenger, and I guarantee it was like, this is amazing, keep going faster. So... Kids are going to be kids, but I would just say if you if you didn't think if you didn't have the the forethought to ask your friend to slow down, then your consequence might be that you can't ride with friends anymore until you can learn oh, that that's not okay. Dang. Oh my goodness! Yes, you guys, we all that, did this when we were oh. sixteen, but, it's but it dangerous. doesn't make it right. Right? This is a learning experience. Yeah. This is what we're going to say, Brenda. You your son needs to understand you are upset because yeah. they could have hurt somebody. Exactly. You also know, Brenda, what it was like when you were 16. Yes. So in the back of your mind, you you have a little grace. And mercy. But you don't let that S happen again. That's right. And if it does happen again, yeah, no more riding passenger. And heck, rip the passenger seat out of his car. Ooh. Yeah, wow. du- double time. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Brenda, yeah. Brenda knows. You're, you're okay to be upset. That's, that's pretty dumb. 16-year-olds are dumb. Just make sure now they're not as dumb and they learn from this, okay? Exactly. Um, maybe you show videos of... Oh, I don't like that. No. Or pictures of, of, of cars that have been... Oh, my gosh. Like, That's cars that have been wrecked. I, mean, I don't like that. That's You're putting trauma on the kid. Like, okay. Well, I mean, they need to know on a windy road going 30 miles an hour, four cops had to pull them over. That was intense. Yeah, that's intense for yeah. sure. That's a lot of lights <laughs> on, in, behind you. Yeah. Okay, Brenda, you... Do as you see fit. We agree with you. Just a little bit in the back of your mind. You don't have to say it out loud. Have a little grace because he's 16. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, thank you for your input. <laughs> She's hot. You're welcome. Bye, Brenda. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a great day. Thank you. You have a great day, too. That's See, that's what I like about this show. I didn't know what she was actually going to say. Mm-hmm. I just said Brenda has a question. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. Police received a call. Yeah, we got a report of car breaking. Uh, yeah, we're responding. And they show up and they find marinara sauce all over the door handle. Right? Huh. And then they go down the street a little bit. They find an empty pizza box. About a block later, they found a guy with marinara sauce all over his hands. Caught red-handed. Okay. <laughs> oh, red-handed. Nice. <laughs> Feels like someone that commits a crime in the snow and you follow their tracks yes. that way. <laughs> But it's wild they could track a pizza. I mean, he was literally eating pizza. He told him I was eating pizza while I was breaking into cars. And, I, and usually when you lead a story with a bonehead with Mara, it doesn't go Nara. It goes Wana. Mm. Oh, oh right. that's where I thought he was yeah, going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man was found with Mara. Nara. Nara. <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Amy, what'd you watch on Netflix that was good? Love Hard. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Netflix now hey, has... Hey, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Hallmark used to, you know, have the crown when it came to Christmas movies, but now Lifetime, Netflix, Hulu, they're putting out their own versions, and I think Netflix has 11 Christmas movies coming out in the month of November, and this is one of them, and it's so cute. I saw it in the top 10, so I thought, well, I'll give this one a try, and the rating score on Rotten Tomatoes was not good, but I completely disagree, and it's so cute and you definitely should watch it. If I go search a movie and the rating score isn't good, I don't watch the movie. I know, but I still went for it because it's a Christmas movie and I love cheesy holiday movies. Maybe that's it. We don't have high expectations for Christmas movies. Yeah, but still, this one's so cute. Love Hard. It's got a 97% from the audience, so that's good. good. Okay. But a 53% splat from the critics. Mm -hmm. And it is a Christmas movie, not a... a Totally. <laughs> what? That never even crossed when my mind. When you said Netflix and it's called Love Hard. Also, I think when they put into the, uh, sometimes I think they put movies in the top 10 just to get you to watch them. Oh, it's not really that mm, popular? I don't think so. I don't think it's like a, a vote count. Well, that's deceiving. I thought it was like a, a the algorithm. Like if a lot of people are watching it, it pops into your top 10. That probably happens, but I'm sure with new movies, they 
Because how were people to know Love Hearts even coming out? Yeah, I didn't. I just saw it and I was like, oh, well, this looks interesting. What's it about? Uh, well, so this girl, she does online dating and she gets a, a match with this guy. They have a lot in common, but it's a catfish situation. But then, you know, oh, it's Christmas, there. so there's a lot of feel-good <laughs> things. Yes, I thought you might relate to the catfish thing. But I don't want to watch it. Why? Because I've been catfish. That's not, that's trauma. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, but I want to watch that. Okay, well, maybe, but this is a feel-good catfish story. <laughs> I'd rather watch Hillbilly Elegy. I'd rather be hit by that trauma again. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Love Hard is on <laughs> Netflix, and you recommend it. What do you give it? Uh, four and a half. Wow. Catfishes out of five. Four and a half? <laughs> In the Christmas movie category, you have to understand that because it's giving you all the Christmas feels, it goes up. All right, that's what's up. Have a great day. We'll see you on Thursday's show. Bye, everybody.